When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. Okay, here's the deal with Nick Foles. Live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. She's just going to tell it like it is. Nicole is, uh, she's very wise. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Here is your host, Nicole Griffin. Happy... Monday, everybody. I almost said Friday. It is not Friday. It is very much Monday. It is February 21st. Thanks for joining us. If you are following along on the video stream, I am joined with Nick Sainert, per usual, and I am wearing a turtleneck and a crew neck because I'm not happy that it's cold outside. I know it's the late February, but it's 50 degrees and windy, but it's chilly out. I was ex- Yesterday was so nice, and now I'm back to wearing jackets and gloves so happy happy monday i saw a graphic today where it was Mm. 58 degrees in the southeast part of the state and three degrees (gasps) in the northwest Mm. sounds about right and it was because of the wind i think did you watch the news no it was on twitter oh i i can't tell you and this might hurt you um nothing can hurt me yeah I, i hope not um Especially I not, you. I, good, good. Yeah, don't let anything I say bother you. Uh, I have not watched the news in a couple years. Okay. And? Probably. Well, you could download the app. I, I do. I should get commission for how many people I get to download the app, the 1011 app. 1011now.com? A lot. Yeah, the app, yeah. Uh, about like four. So, because people will say like, oh, I, I don't have cable, I don't get to watch the show, or I don't get to see the highlights, and... I, I just say, well, we have, um, <laughs> oh, someone's listening. Uh, Nathan Brennan just texted in saying <laughs> Nick is a fraud. So ten eleven for life. Thanks, Nathan. Um, me and Nate had a had a falling through. His today. name is not Nate. Yes, me and Nathan had a falling through today. Falling out or falling, falling out through? That works. How do you fall through? Would you fall through? Nothing, but we we had a falling out. Forever. No, probably not forever, just for a substantial amount of time. Um, oh, sad. Do you not like the Hokies? No, no, it's not that. We just had a pretty big disagreement over Husker and men's basketball. Oh. And how to handle that situation. Nathan will never let something go when he's... This is what he said. Okay. Nicole. Nathan, do you want to call in to defend your case? Because I feel like this is kind of... It, it might be. Uh, he could have stayed the 10 extra minutes. Okay, fighting, fighting but words. Let's here's here's what I'll say. Here's what Nathan said. 
Nebraska men's basketball is historically bad, so you might as well just allow them to continue being bad. I mean, are they known for being good? No, they are not. So then what did you but take issue with? How that is being lazy. Oh, okay. Why would you not want to at least try oh, to I get see. good? I, I try see. to be good. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have a dog in the fight, so that's not usually it a does, good he, saying well, anymore. But Yeah, I just think um, Nathan could have been a little more open to possible changes with Nebraska men's basketball. Okay, well. But that's fine. He just said, what's the phone number? And I'm not giving it to him because he works here, and he should know what the Honda of Lincoln hotline is. So thanks for joining us, um, everyone who's tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is Ticket Weeknights with Nicole Griffith. You can call in or text here. I'm going to give it out now. Nathan, don't listen. 402-464-5685. Join us. Um, we have a great show coming up. We're in studio. And then uh, download wherever you get your podcasts. And then we're live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. I don't even know why I say Twitch. Like, who's listening on Twitch? They, there's actually a lot. So if you, I don't understand how it works. So there, you can go to Twitch and actually create an account. Or if you like, just go to the Tickets website and go over to Watch Live, it automatically just brings up the Twitch. Oh, because I always go to yeah. YouTube Live. Yeah. I, I, I've met people that go to YouTube Live, but then I've also met people that just do it on Facebook. Do we have a caller? Do we have someone on the line? Here we go. We go. We are bringing in Nate Dog from the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Nate, you are on the Ticket Weeknights with Nicole Griffith. Do we not have anyone? Oh, Nate? Oh, okay. He's gone. He's gone. It just didn't go through. It didn't go through. All right. Thanks, Bach. Yep. Good, good effort. See, he's scared to call in. He can't handle it. He's going to call. I know that's not the truth, Nate. Nathan. But, um, okay, see, you already just got another one from Bipolar on the text line. Downloaded the 1011 app per recommendation. Heck, yeah. I should get commission for this. Um, you can turn off the notifications because we send a lot. Ha, ha, ha. Sorry if you're my <laughs> digital bosses are listening right now. Um, but we do send a lot of push notifications, and there's also a weather app if you want to download that. So um, do we have – Nate is back on – not Nate Dog. We have Nate. We're going to try this again. We're going to give him one more this effort. This you are on the Tiggy Week Nights. Hear me? Yes. yes. All right. Nick is taking what I said entirely out of perspective. One, I would dare you to stay 10 extra minutes if you had to wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Two, I said there's no reason to, for a team that's historically bad to keep revolving door getting new coaches if the buyout's $18.5 million. You forgot to mention that point. If the buyout was less, I would be on the same page. For a team that's historically bad, why are you going to pay $18.5 million and you can allocate that money to other programs that are actually have been good and have a history of winning? Interesting. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate the call. <laughs> now go to bed. You have to be up in yeah. Get eight, your rest. eight hours. I will not right, stand guys. for this. Have a good show. Thanks, Nathan. <laughs> I will not stand for this slander. I will stand up for you. What slander? All I'm saying is, if, if Nebraska, he says about, you know, talking about, like, giving money to programs or whatever. Uh, if Nebraska baseball wins another Big Ten cha championship, they're going to get whatever they want. If Nebraska football wins a Big Ten championship, they're already getting whatever they want. So. Well, we'll just wait for those days to happen. Big so, Ten baseball is not so far. Not so far. Well, we're going to talk to Evan Bland <laughs> coming up at 625 about the uh, the opening weekend. You can use whatever adjective you want to describe their one to three, one 
yeah, 1-3 series at Sam Houston State. So coming up on the ticket, we have um, – well, we're going to talk a little Juwan Howard. We, he has just been suspended for the rest of the uh, regular season at Michigan. That news coming down within the last um, the last 10 minutes. Uh, he, the, he is out for five regular season games. And then um, I don't know if that came down from the Big Ten or if that's Michigan's ruling, but probably the Big Ten. Yeah. And then um, we will see what that entails going into Big Ten tournament. And then also, you know, they're vying for a March Madness bid. And then at uh, 625, we have Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Huskers go one and three on the road at Sam Houston State. We'll get his thoughts on the pitching rotation. Um, was this expected? Uh, Jake Buns uh, was injured. Um, we will talk with Evan Bland. He's so great. I don't even think I've had him on my show before. Mm. And then uh, 645, wrestling. Big, big weekend for state wrestling, high school state wrestling. 68 wrestlers, including 12 uh, girls. Got gold medals um, up in Omaha. And then also last night, the duel between Nebraska and Iowa was phenomenal. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say exciting, and then you took a deep breath. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, Nebraska women's basketball. It's a heavy topic. There is obviously some drama within the the department or within the program um, going on right now. And then also kind of is overshadowing their big win on, uh, on Sunday their home win and it was pink night or pink day um an emotional day all around for the husker women's basketball team they're on the road they play tomorrow night i believe are is they it tomorrow or thursday oh this week yeah i thought it was to- i thought it was tomorrow but this is an easy fix and then uh steve sipple is gracing us with his present at seven twenty. so come hang out with us and then uh you know We'll round out the show. So that's the next two hours. It's also Nick's birthday. Time out. We were both wrong. They play on Wednesday. They play on Wednesday. <laughs> so in the middle. So it is your birthday tomorrow. It is. You're turning 21 at midnight tonight. I am. Are you do- doing anything? So I know you're. I know you're. Yeah, having tomorrow. a party, but like. Yeah, I'm going to the casino. But are you doing anything at midnight friends. tonight? So there's there's thoughts about going to a bar like Risky's because they have penny pitchers, I guess. So there's thoughts about that. However, I promised my mom that she would buy me my first legal <gasps> beer. And so there's a part of me that does not want to go out before we do that. So when is she going to do that? Tomorrow night at dinner. So like there's the likelihood that that's going to last is well, not Well, someone could highly. buy you legal shots. Bingo. That's the way around that, it. And that's not penny pitchers, unfortunately. Yeah. So. But then yeah, you know, you, your mom's going to buy you your first legal beer. Legal. Yep. And then um no, your first beer. Le- yes, first drink. And then um, I could buy you a shot. Absolutely. Yep. At midnight. Absolutely. You just, you, whatever whatever floats anybody's boat. I think Rico wants to open up my Venmo tomorrow during the show. <gasps> oh, that'd and, be and fun. And for so people that can donate. If I mean, I know I have a lot of texters that don't like me. What? I, I'm joking. Oh. But uh, I, I think there's a couple that, that might. So give you a dollar. Give me a dollar, yeah. So, I mean, dollars add up. Pennies. Pennies. That's a hundred penny pitchers. <laughs> yeah. Is that how that works? Uh, No, no. So you buy the first one at regular price, and then every single one after that is a, do- is a penny. So, like, you can get- For a pitcher? For a pitcher. So it's like two pitchers oh, are- Oh, Risky's. I've been there. $9 and one cent for two pitchers. Okay, so it could be- So, like, $9 and four cents for five pitchers. Wow. Now- 
do I make it to midnight because I like sleeping? Probably not. What? There, there's a You're chance. You're going to go to bed early on your 21st birthday? There, I say that there's a chance now, but more than likely, I'll, I'll be up. I'll be awake. So. Wow. Uh, me and my me and my buddies will well be because I out. remember growing up, you know, my old stage wisdom that I am. Um, <laughs> I I still don't know your age because we are not we're talking, not talking about... about that. Sip calls me wise, so um, okay. So no, that Sip said wise or Jake said wise. Jake said wise. Does is Jake old enough to talk? I mean, Jake's thirty. No, on my open, my radio open. Oh yes, Nicole, yes. When we're talking about wise. yes, yeah. So I ever since I've turned twenty one. Mm-hmm. I have like stayed up until midnight of my birthday. I think I'm also just up. Can I can I ask you a question since you are older than oh. I am? Um older than I am. I didn't say old. Uh I made it very clear. Uh do you look forward to birthdays after your 21st? Mm, Cuz like Mark That's a good question. Cuz like Mark and I were talking and when I was driving to work today I'm like, man, after, you know, Wednesday I'm going to be like, okay, what do I have to look forward to now? Like 25 cuz yeah, I re- cuz I can rent a car. Nothing to look forward to. It's all over. Yes, there's things to <laughs> like, look, forward look forward to. Do you look forward to your 24th and 20, like 23rd and stuff? Well, I look forward to. I looked forward to my 22nd because that's my golden birthday. That's mine so. I as just well. felt like that was kind of cool. Yeah. And then ever since then, it's been awful. So <laughs> not awful. My birthday's in January, and then um, it's in like the winter, and so we always try to plan my friends. Like so, mm-hmm. this year we went to. Leavenworth, Washington. And like, oh, that's when, yes, that's right. And I then last that. year we went to Estes Park. So like we always try oh. to plan like a trip around my birthday. So okay. it's because I loathe working on my birthday. You hate it. I hate it. Because you're supposed to think like it's like you're perfect. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's supposed to acknowledge me and it's your birthday and it's supposed to be like people are supposed to treat you. And then when you're working, it's like this is not fun. Yeah. So I always try to get it off and get like a long weekend. I've done that the last few years. I think I was smart to just take Wednesday off because I'll be here tomorrow. I'll be working tomorrow. Which is your birthday, which is yes. fun. Yeah, but I think I was smart to take Wednesday off. Just yeah. to, oh, just it's your day, 21st just birthday. Yeah, just to give me a day to hang out. Um, I think my buddies and I might do – have you ever heard of flotation therapy? Float therapy? Yeah, maybe yeah. it's float therapy. You like sit in the like. You the... sit in a tub that you just float. You're gonna do float it's, therapy it's on your 21st birthday. The day after, the day oh. after Wednesday. So it's you sit in this giant tub. Yeah. And they like close whatever and float it's pitch Lincoln black. Or whatever. I think it's lost and float. Lost and float. Lost and float. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no. I think it's like lost and float or something. But we just sit there and it's pitch black because. I'm trying to think like the last it's break. It's not pitch black. I think there's like a little light. Well, either way, it's super relaxing. Um, and I think the last day off that I had would have been Christmas. Are you really stressed? Yeah, I would say that. I would say stress is, is a big part of my life. Someone just texted me and asked me if you're uh, 50 years old. Am I 50 years old? I, I do not think so. I am 20 for 20. five hours and 21 or 41 minutes. Wow. Well, you're just going to go sit in Lost and Float. Shout out Lost and Float. Hey, no, no. I'm sitting there in on Wednesday, the day after my birthday. And am I looking forward to it? Yes. I, I've told people I'm looking more forward to the day off of work to just relax and get my life ball back together. Then you are turning legal age. For my actual birthday. Wow. It's pretty sad. Like, it's pretty sad. But, you know, I won't be going to mass media law class. I won't have to go to my 7 a.m. Wednesday meetings that I have. 
Like it's super. I'm I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. Well, there you go. Well, so. <laughs> um, I hope you have a little more excitement for your birthday going on. I, I will say I, I get a haircut tomorrow morning, so I'm pretty excited for that. Haircut day is best day. I'm kind of, okay. Sorry. I'm like derailed ever since you are not looking forward to birthdays. So, um, <laughs> it's not that I'm not looking forward to it. I am. I'm actually very excited, especially as it's gotten closer, but you know, it is what it is. What does the text line say? Are people saying like, do Somebody, they look forward to their birthdays? Um, so, on the sports talk radio on Lincoln, yeah. um, uh, in Lincoln. So one of my friends keeps texting me and it's distracting me. I love her and she's listening right now. Um, but I, I have to put my phone down. So I love you. The worst part though, is you get them on your MacBook. We, you get yes, messages and on I'm, your MacBook and you get distracted. Um, so somebody asked what the first drink is going to be. It's your mom's beer. No, you're going to get, we could get you a shot. Today. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the, the first drink is going to be. I haven't put that much thought into it. Um, any suggestions, Nicole? Well, you said your first drink is going to be your beer from your mom. Well, so maybe. I, like, I, I have the, I hope. She did tell me. She's like, Nick, I understand, like, if you, it doesn't. So like, you're, doesn't are work. you a beer guy or a shots guy on birthdays? You don't know. I we don't no know. idea. We don't know. Oh, wow, you're young. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what kind of guy do you think I, I am? Well, when You we, tell me, Nicole. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is awkward. Um, well, when we <laughs> Well, usually when I ask guys, I'm like, are you a beer guy or a shot guy? I will tell and you that I do not have any clue. <laughs> um, if I, if I, no, I'm not even going to say it. Never mind. Um, well, when we do go out, because we have been out in public settings together yes. at, at bars, you yes. know, Upside, Bar and Lounge. Rosie's um, that one time. Happer's going away party. Um, Nick's just like, the bar- the bartender or the waitress will go around the whole table and then everyone's like ordering their drinks and then they get to their drinks and then it gets to Nick and he just goes, I'll do a root beer. I, <laughs> I am excited for that to be over. Like, I'm like, okay, so I, I will say this. Like, I'm excited to be able to like go and not have to worry about, okay, do, do they allow guys or people in at past 11 p.m. that aren't 21? Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Like, the other night, so it was a couple Fridays ago, me and my buddy went to Rosie's. And we had to leave by midnight. Well, he's 21, but I'm not. So we had to leave by midnight. And so- Get out! Yeah, they're like, listen, we just can't. And they had to put a huge X on my hand instead of giving me a bracelet. I think I was the only one in there with a big giant X on my right hand. And I'm like, listen, this is just- Like, not having to worry about that stuff is going to be nice. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, hanging out. Well, Jawan Howard threw a punch slap, and we were going to talk about that for like 15 minutes, but instead we're breaking down if Nick Sainert is a um, is a beer guy or a shots guy, which we don't know because he's not legal yet. Um, but that makes you sound so. <laughs> what I just, I'm I just, not legal. You're not. Uh, the, what the, the, the text line? The text line says that I'm a beer guy. Um, somebody says three wise men. Wise men would be a good shot. Is that a shot? Um, uh, somebody else says Jack, Jim, and Jose. Here's what I'll say. I have the idea that I cannot do tequila or vodka. Why do you think that? Just I, I've taken whiffs, and I can't handle it. You've taken a whiff of tequila, whiff. and you think a whiff? Like smells. Like yes. smell tequila. Yes, you smell it, and you don't think you can take I, it? I, yeah, like that, that smell just kind of makes me feel a bit. 
Okay, so you just dropped like a hundred man points in my book. So vodka, really? Tequila or any of those? I guess I'll have to let you know. Yeah, Nicole. let me know. On my twenty first, we did twenty one shots. That probably I don't know. Here's the thing. Um, okay, so we're getting a couple texts here that I want to talk about. Well, we need to take a break because we were supposed to call Evan Bland in two minutes. Oh crap! Okay, so hold table this drinking thing, and we will talk about it. <laughs> later in the show so we're gonna take a break i just messaged evan bland and said we are going on a birthday rant and then we will call um we will table everyone send your uh texts in uh oh (laughs) he's listening right now shout out evan uh text in 402-464-5685 what you think nick's first drink should be and then we will um Bring it back to the front of the table later in the show, and we will be back after this with Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. Welcome back into the Ticket Weeknights. I'm your host, Nicole Griffith, joined alongside Nick Sainer. He is turning 21 tonight. This is breaking news, float all the stories. We're only talking about his birthday and what <laughs> the great debate that will go down in history of if he is a beer or a shots guy because Nick doesn't know. We will find out tonight at 12.01 a.m. I can tweet it out. Yes. We'll, I will tweet it out at we'll, 12.01. We'll find out. So get those texts in, 402-464-5685, on what drink should be Nick's first drink. Joining us in more important news <laughs> of the day, Evan Bland is coming on my, is on my radio show, I believe, Evan, for the first time, right? Absolutely. First time. I'm, I'm ready to roll. This is fun. Well, welcome. Um, big question for you. Uh, what should Nick's first drink be? <laughs> Okay, so a couple things here. First of all, so you mentioned the the whole beer shot thing. I, I would I would uh, offer the idea that like whatever you are at age twenty one or twenty two might not be like what you are for life, right? Like what you are in college uh, can change. I get changed for me. Uh, so you know, I, I I've become a beer guy. Um, but as far as Nick's first drink. Um, I don't know. Do you want to ease into it, or are you just kind of jumping in feet first here on you, a Monday night? You, you tell me, Evan. What do you think is best? I do work tomorrow on the birthday, but I have um, Wednesday off. So you tell me. Should I just leap right in? Well, I mean, if you're going with friends, yeah, I would say. <laughs> if you're going by right yourself. Anyway. <laughs> you, Evan, that hurts, man. You think I would just go to a bar by myself on my 21st? Hey, I, 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 you know, I'm not going to assume anything, but. You know, if, if you're going uh, kind of the shot route, you, you can't go wrong with the standard fireball. Okay. Um, you know, if you're going the, the beer route, I'm a fat tire guy personally. You could go with a, a classic or a crappy beer too. Mm. Get what's whatever the special is and, and get an extra one. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of ways you can go. I, I think it's unfortunate. Like the Monday Tuesday is kind of the worst time of the week to turn 21. Oh. If you're ever going to do that, unfortunately. Um, but I will tell you a quick story, and this relates to, to Nebraska sports. Oh, perfect. I, when when I turned 21, uh, my birthday is the first week in January, and I was in college with I'm the Nebraskan, and I was covering um, Nebraska, Auburn, and the Cotton Bowl. They were down in Dallas. And so the game was on New Year's Day, 2000, uh, January 1st, 2007, 
and there was a big, of course, like New Year's Eve party the night before, and I had gone down with some friends, and like all the friends that I went with had turned 21 in like November, and they went to this downtown New Year's Eve party, and I couldn't get in because I was five days away from turning yeah. 21. I know the feeling. So they had like so they had like this great night, and I had to like I was the only one who wasn't um, you know hung over for the game the next day, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, that, that's the one that the, one of the bigger regrets. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, you know, in my college life, I suppose. Evan, what's the uh, <laughs> oldest man or like old man is drink that you can think of? Does that make sense? Are you sense? calling him old? No, 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 no. I'm saying what? Because somebody asked if I was 50 years old earlier. Well, that's because you're going to go do float that's therapy right. and get a haircut. But if I want to embrace <laughs> my, my old man in me. What's the oldest drink that you think I should I should try? Like, are we thinking whiskey sour? Is well, that an old man drink? Yeah, I mean anything with whiskey. I think you know whiskey they straight. say it puts hair on your chest or whatever. I oh, think that's of course that's something right up there. Uh, you know, you could go like with an old fashioned. I okay, think that's another one uh, that would probably uh, on the older end. But yeah, anything with kind of whiskey or uh, you know bourbon, I suppose would. Would put you on Bourbon. whatever you might call it, the older end, the classy end. Uh, that's probably where you'd start to impress some people. Maybe a scotch. Classy. I like that word. Yeah. Not older. Classy. Thank you, Evan. Yeah, what would Ron Burgundy drink, right? Keep it classy. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I'll just base everything off of him. Evan, were you down in Texas this week, or did you watch from afar? How does that work? Uh, I was not. I'm, I, I am going this week. I'm going down to Texas to see them play TCU. But no, I was, I was uh, at home listening the... and watching with everybody else. How okay? So the Huskers finally baseball's back. It was like perfect weather yesterday and this weekend, and it just seemed like it did not feel like it was February. It felt like it was like ready for spring ball. It, we should already be a couple months in, but the Huskers uh, opened and then they opened on the road at Sam Houston state and of the whack and they go one and three on the road. If you were a betting person, if you are, um, did you expect them to go one and three and what are your re- uh, instant re- uh, reactions from this weekend? Uh, no, I did not expect them to go one and three. I thought, Two and two, probably at the at the lower end, would be what it was. So, like, it's it's kind of interesting because you can look at it a couple ways. Like, there 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 are the caveats that like one, Sam Houston could actually be pretty good. Like, we'll find out pretty soon. They have a really pretty difficult non conference schedule, so I think it'll be interesting to see how they handle some of the other opponents coming up for them. And then 
You know, number two, typically teams in the north, uh, like Nebraska, tend to start out slower when they get going in non-con. They travel and they play in warmer weather. And so it's not, you know, unheard of for for a team to travel south and be sluggish the first weekend. I think what's concerning from Nebraska's weekend is, like, it wasn't one thing. It wasn't just the pitching. It, it was kind of all of it. Like, the starting pitching – consistently wasn't very good. I mean, two times their starter didn't get through two innings. Uh, the defense, which has was really good for them last year, uh, just wasn't. I mean, the infield was erratic at times. Um, they gave up a bunch of unearned runs. It seems like every, every time Nebraska made a mistake, Sam Houston was able to score uh, at least one run off of it. And then the offense, too. I mean, I think they had 43 strikeouts as an offense over four games against like 10 walks, which I think Will Bolt described it pretty well. I said it's just an immature approach when you're not, you know, not only are you not working free passes, but then on the other side, you're not even putting the ball in play and you're striking out. And that's kind of the worst thing you can do, especially in college baseball, because these aren't major league defenders out there. Like these are, these are guys that will make mistakes and a college baseball game typically comes down to who makes fewer mistakes. And that was something Nebraska really thrived on last year was letting the other team make the mistakes. And then Nebraska would capitalize on it. And it was kind of the opposite of that this weekend. So uh, really not a ton of positives to take away from it other than to say it was one weekend. And, and, you know, they they think that with 52 regular season games left, there's a lot of time to turn things around. Yeah, it's the it's it's opening weekend, and I know I was watching it, and I was like, great. And now baseball's losing. <laughs> um, I needed to kind of walk back off the off the ledge a little bit. What do you think is going to be their focus um, in practice this week? Like they turn around and they are here for a week, but then they go uh, right back to Texas to take on top 25 TCU. Well, it, it's interesting because by all accounts, like the coaches, what they saw from six weeks of preseason practice was a lineup that was hitting starting pitching that was sharp and defense that was pretty consistent. And when none of that shows up, when the lights turn on and the games start to count, you kind of have to relook at everything this week. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what the demeanor has been with the team, what they start with it, To me, it has to start with the starting pitching. I mean, you, you get, you can't, really find a lot of success if none of your starters are giving you more than four innings the way that they did. I mean, that puts a lot of pressure on your bullpen. It means that you're probably behind early in the game. And so that puts some pressure on your offense to, to score some runs and get going too. And, you know, I, I think they will. I mean, Kyle Perry last year went toe to toe with Arkansas and he was uh, the starter in the game that they won at that regional last year. And Shea Shanneman has started some big games for Nebraska and come through. So I think there's a lot of evidence out there that would say that those two would bounce back. And Dawson McCarville, who was the third starter, probably had their best start last weekend, I guess I would say. He had the four innings, and he's pretty experienced as a college guy too. And, um, you know, they, they, they still feel like they have a deep group of pitchers, and, and there are, are there's room to kind of maneuver through the roles and change things up. So I think that's the other thing is like, you go back through the years with Nebraska and any college team like that, those first few weeks you're putting guys into new roles and lineups change and starting mm-hmm. pitchers change. I mean, a lot of stuff can uh, be figured out between now and a month from now. And, and, and there's still plenty of season to kind of lock into those roles and get going. So I think that's sort of 
probably the bottom line is continuing to figure out, okay, what are your, what are your roles? What do you want the lineup to look like? How do you want the pitching staff to break down and the guys that perform get the job done? And after a week, they're starting to figure out who those guys are. We're speaking to Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Evan, when you were on my show mm-hmm. last week, we were kind of talking about the depth of the pitching staff with Jake Buns kind of getting banged up a little bit. I mean, what is how big of a hit is that to that bullpen right now? Yeah, that that sucked. I mean, that was that's a, that's a bad deal. I mean, that's we don't know for sure the severity of it, but based on kind of how it played out, it's very uh, very common that that's one of those season-ending type deals with with an elbow. So I hope that's not the case. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll get the final word here this week what it might be, but yeah, I mean Buns was a big part of what Nebraska did last year. I mean nobody had more appearances than he did. I think he was out there 20 times. He had a, an ERA in the mid twos, so he had he was one of the better bullpen arms. Um, you know, people I think remember him from that Arkansas regional final when he wasn't able to hold that lead, but really throughout the year he was a very reliable setup guy. He was a big personality, big bodied guy who was out there and was able to fire people up. Um, you know, we talked to him last week before they went off to Texas the first time and he was excited to get going. So, you know, you, you feel bad for him because he's already had Tommy John surgery in his career a couple of years ago. He went through that and was able to come back and do what he did last year. So on a personal level, you, you really got a feel for, for that guy and, and potentially what he might have to go through again. But then, from you know Nebraska's perspective, they 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 feel like Colby Gomez is the guy they want as the closer. But beyond that, everything else was up in the air. I mean, midweek starters, eighth inning guy, long relief. Um, you know, even a, a fourth starter, which Buns was at times last year. So he was a a really versatile um, pitcher for them. Again, a big personality, a guy that is was popular with his teammates. So you hope for the best. But um, again, that's sort of why that depth is so important is because injuries do crop up. People become ineffective as the year goes on. So the more arms you have, the better uh, situation you're in to sort of recover from that. So I think Nebraska, if nothing else, does feel like it's going to have enough arms to cover his loss if he's out for quite a while. Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald joining us. So the Huskers uh, go to back to Texas. They face TCU, and then they have Northwestern State, UT Arling, all the all the Texas schools, but then they open at home um, at uh, with Long Beach State, and Long Beach State just went to Mississippi State and went two and one against the defending champs. Um, is this just kind of a first weekend? Everyone's kind of not playing their best, or are teams? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, last season versus this season is very different, and coaches don't really like talking about the turnover from that, but. Um, should the Huskers be a little concerned about Long Beach State coming in for their uh, home opener? Well, they certainly got people's attention. Yeah, I mean, you go to Mississippi State, you win that series against the defending champs. That's that's a pretty big deal. I think they're up to number 12, at least in one poll. And uh, it's been a number of years since Nebraska's actually hosted a top 25 team. I think you got to go back to – 2017 the last time one of those teams actually came to Lincoln I mean they, they played them a lot on the road and in neutral sites but uh, I think to me the, the bigger uh, maybe fact or realization that came out of their weekend is this idea that like Nebraska's schedule is actually pretty front-loaded like Sam Houston's good TCU's a top 20 team I mean they've been a national seed the last couple of years in the postseason 
Long Beach State, like you said, I mean, they're, they're going to be another uh, top 15 team coming in in all likelihood. And then a couple weeks after that, you start Big Ten play with Michigan, who's, in my opinion, the co-favorite to win the league along with Maryland. So, like, these are big early series for Nebraska. And, and what we learn over the years is that when it comes to RPI and trying to build your postseason resume, like, those wherever you end up after the first month, especially in the Big Ten, because those tend to be the, the, the harder parts of your schedule, that's really – it sets you up to, to succeed or it sets you up to fail based on how you do against those teams in those bigger moments because it's just harder to improve your resume against you know Michigan State or Ohio State or whoever in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a huge stretch. So this weekend's a big one. This one was the one that I think a lot of Nebraska fans have had circled for a while. It's in a major league ballpark. Um, and, you know, if they, if they go down there and win the series this weekend, I think a lot of about what just happened is sort of forgotten. But then uh, certainly the, the opportunity for Long Beach State and then Michigan, too, uh, you know, by the time Nebraska gets to the end of March, I think we're going to have a pretty good idea of where they stack up on a national level. So, yeah, it, it's a huge month when you talk about uh, just even qualifying for the NCAA tournament, let alone, um, you know, potentially hosting a regional the way that the coaches have said um, they want their goal to be. Evan, I, I, I want to stick with the schedule because that's what I was going to ask you, actually. I mean, when I look up and down just at the beginning, you know, like you said, the front half, in my opinion, it gives Nebraska an opportunity because I think that's a, a good word to describe it, an opportunity to gain some national respect. But as you were kind of talking there, with Nebraska, when they want to build their program like Will Bull has said to be a national you know, respected program. How important is it that they schedule these types of games in early on in the season to, you know, every single year? Yeah. I mean, part of it is taking a page from what Dave Van Horn did. Dave Van Horn did at Nebraska in the mid two thousands, which was let's bring in some of these warmer weather teams into Lincoln in March. And maybe they're not, you know, Arizona and Arizona state, but maybe they're sort of that next level down. Like, a San Diego uh, type school, or in this case, Long Beach State. And so they've found that over the years that that's been pretty effective where a lot of these warmer schools come into Lincoln and maybe they're a little uncomfortable and that's ended up being an advantage. But, you know, I think Nebraska, I think this schedule is a, is a pretty ideal one. If you're Nebraska, I mean, they've, they've had harder schedules in the past. I mean, they've had four games against Oregon State in the not so distant past when they would get swept and, and it was they were probably over scheduling a bit, and so then that can kind of kill your confidence and, and momentum and that sort of thing. But on the other hand, you don't want to do what you did say 25 years ago when you're playing, you know, Peru State and Northern Colorado, and you're racking up these wins against teams that really don't move the needle for your postseason resume either. So this is a, I think this is an ideal one for Nebraska, where again you have it's sort of like I think I've described it to you guys before. It's sort of like scheduling a football non-conference where you want your one marquee game and then you want maybe a, a, a you know an FBS type level school and then maybe an FCS school to to get a win I think Nebraska is sort of in that spot where you've got a couple marquee series like TCU and Long Beach State and then you have a couple other pretty good ones like BYU and, and Sam Houston and then you have some other ones too that you, you feel like that they should win but um, you kind of have to walk that line between okay we need to get wins and we need to start building, you know, some confidence and momentum. 
And then on the other hand, you need to challenge yourself a little bit. So when you do get those wins, it makes a difference in maybe getting you into the postseason. He's Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Evan, thank you for joining us. Um, Enjoy Arlington this weekend. Thanks. Talking to one of the only other San Antonio Spurs fans in this state. Yes. um, I'm going to go down there and enjoy it. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And, um, yeah, the the Spurs, I, I... can sadly say I've not been following um, a lot of NBA even this season. And with the All-Star game happening this weekend, I didn't really watch much. But um, shout out Becky Hammond, who is no longer there anymore. But <laughs> That's right. That's right. Thanks, Thank you. Guys. Thanks for coming on. We will talk to you soon. Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald, good stuff. I would say like always, but that was mm-hmm. his first time on the show. Well, he's been, he was really awesome on my show on Friday. So, yeah, he, he backs it up every single time. He's good. Hashtag good. We are going to take a break. On the other side of this break, we uh, Michigan, Juwan Howard has released a statement. Statement. He has spelled a name wrong. Oh, no. In regards to the person he's apologizing to. Uh, Greg Gard? um, Wait, sorry. That's a tease. Don't answer that question. Thank you. We will have more after this break. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. Apologies don't always land the way you hope that they would, especially when someone is telling you to apologize um and maybe maybe Jawan Howard is really apologizing but Jawan Howard has released a statement apologizing for his actions in the altercation if you haven't seen it uh it was uh, like a benches clearing brawl kind of um afterwards like it was like a weird slap hit punch thing in real time I thought it was a punch in rolled back it was like a palm to the head hit on Joe mm-hmm. Krabenhoft. This is the statement that Juwan Howard just released minutes ago. After taking time to reflect on all that happened, I realized how unacceptable both my actions and words were and how they affected so many. I am truly sorry. I am offering my sincerest apology to my players and their families, my staff, my family, and the Michigan fans around the world. I would like to personally apologize to Wisconsin's assistant coach, Joel Krabenhoft and to his family too. Blah, 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 blah. I will learn from my mistake, and this mistake will never happen again. No excuses. No excuses. His name is Joe. It is not Joel. So that's how that's going. Juwan Howard has been suspended for five games. That is the remainder of the season, and then regular season. And then uh, we will see what comes of... um, the Big Ten's decision, I mean, or if Kevin Warren adds any more into the postgame, or maybe mm-hmm. Nebraska just has to play Ohio State next year, and that's the punishment. So. I saw that tweet. I saw that today. It was a great tweet. It was a great tweet. Um, is five games enough in your mind? Yeah, I was I was kind of going with the two games. I didn't mm-hmm. think he should get fired, but I don't think it's like a slap on the wrist. Um, it's In my outline, I have WTF Jawan Howard. Like, yeah, kind of just stupid. It was just like, very strange. Like, how how does a timeout slash emotions lead to someone slapping, punching someone in a handshake line? Like, yeah. this isn't the good game, good game, you suck, good game, good game. Like, Yeah. Well, like, he was the reason that they had to call a timeout. Yes. What he was doing, 
and, and I saw something today, and it was a, it was a really good point actually. It was like Juwan Howard up big, still coaching, and Greg Gard down big, still coaching. How dare Greg Gard? Because that's basically what it was like. It's mm-hmm. like both guys were just continuing to coach. And Juwan gets all pissy. Well, and then Juwan was like, "I he touched me, and I." Then Juwan like grabbed yeah. Greg like shirt, like he was ready to like he was already triggered. Oh, big time. going through the line, and then he's saying that he has to defend himself, and it's like Juwan, you are a six nine, you fab five Michigan guy, yeah. and you're gonna be scared of. Greg you have to defend yourself against Greg Gard. Hold on. I want to look up Greg Gard's height. I did search that yesterday. That is something I looked up. I don't think it's on the internet. <laughs> we need to find this. He's like a foot shorter. He's short. Yes. <laughs> He's short. So, and, and not scary. Well, I mean, it's he He called a timeout. That's scary. How dare him? How dare he? And he then should know better. You have people saying, like, Juwan was assaulted. He was grabbed. And it's Bro. like, okay. It's just bad, bad, bad look. Um, you know? Great guard. This is off topic a little bit. His his initials are GGG. He's a G. Gregory Glenn Guard is his name. Is that good or bad? Well, I, I just think it's kind of something to take note of. I mean, it's Gregory Glenn. My mom's our MMM. Really? Before she got married. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Greg Gard, not a bad coach, 140 and 75 overall. Now, obviously, he inherited something decent with Bo Ryan retiring, but he only gets paid 2.25 million dollars a year. Hmm. And he is. I wonder what his buyout is. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather be seven and 19, or have your coach be suspended for five games for throwing a, a slap punch? Honestly, what would you rather have? Would Husker Could fans, you imagine? Would Husker fans take Jawan Howard or Fred Hoiberg? Not as a coach, as, a, as a situation. Coach. Oh, okay. As the two situations. Because mm. I feel like Jawan Howard is particular to Michigan because of like the history there. Yeah. Also, I don't know if Michigan when they came to Lincoln and, and blew Nebraska out. I, like I don't. That was not. A, that was not a slight. Um. I mean, everyone's doing that. So. But when they, yeah, true. Even Maryland. Uh, when they came to Lincoln, they were. A top twenty-five team two, three years ago with Cam Mack. Well, no, I'm saying this year. Oh, right, right. But now, like, I don't. I think they're, they're going to be an NIT team. They're tanking a little bit. I don't know if they're going to be in the big, big dance. Like, I think the, the little dance. They might be in the little dance of the NIT. Hmm. So, um, yeah. So that's that's interesting. That they're, Amy they're won tanking. the WNIT at South Dakota. That is right. Brought I was her, there for that her, game. Brought her whole staff over. From South Dakota to Nebraska. And one of those members is no longer on the with the team right now. And we yeah. will talk about that at the start of the next hour. So this first hour was really fun. We talked a lot about uh, – we have a, a ton of texts coming in. If Nick is a beer or a shots guy because his birthday is in – is in five hours. He's turning 21. I feel like I'm shouting right now. I'm just so excited. You're so excited. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But I have to um, I have to bring myself up because um, this next segment is going to bring me down, I feel. Mm-hmm. So um, the, it's, it's kind of heavy uh, talking the women's basketball drama. Um, you know, we are people and we cover this professionally. But personally, we have feelings and stuff is heavy. So... Yeah. Uh, we will talk the women's basketball program. Yay! Next. Um, this has been the first hour of the Take a Week Nights with Nicole Griffith.
You spend more time in your garage than outdoors in the wintertime. Isn't it time to get it organized? Call Travis at Classic Garage Solutions for his variety of organization packages. Turn your garage from a cluttered mess to a clean, organized space that'll be the envy of the neighborhood and something you can be proud of. You don't need to bring the same clutter from last year into the new year. Travis has storage options for cabinets, monkey bar shelving, or slat wall, and more. Call Classic Garage Solutions today at 402-730-1638. At Buffalo Wings and Rings, they've crafted a new league of superior chicken sandwiches. Meet the Ringers. It's premium, house-made, beer-battered, fried chicken served Buffalo, Korean, or MVP style. Head to Buffalo Wings and Rings Lincoln and raise a glass to superior chicken. Two locations at 68th and O and at 40th and Old Cheney. Buffalo Wings and Rings. Tune in to the Teammates Mentoring Hour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.